Hello pretty people, welcome back. To give you all a recap, in the first episode I spoke about how I spend my time while being under quarantine, how it affected me and the many challenges that came along with it. Well, today I will be looking at the bigger picture, the seriousness of the COVID-19 virus. Now many out there might not find this topic appealing, but since I have the opportunity to speak on this platform, I find it to be my duty to address the condition we are all facing. I am in no way trying to criticize anyone through this episode because I myself can be criticized, but we all learn from our mistakes and so I would like to share the knowledge I have gained from making those mistakes and express my concern on how all of us are dealing with our lives at the moment. 1,395.57 million. That is the current population of our country, India. 20,665,148. That is the number of active cases. The number of hospital beds, including those in government and private hospitals, are 1.18 million. Our present death toll is 2,26,188. This is the present situation of our country and it has reached this state due to our carelessness. You can see that I am generalizing this issue by saying our carelessness because granted not everyone is irresponsible, a handful still are. I don't think there is a need to go over the common COVID-19 symptoms because after living through a pandemic for more than a year, it's safe to assume that we are all well aware. When I say COVID symptoms, I'm sure the list just flashes before all of our eyes. But this is exactly my point. All of us have the ability to analyze the symptoms, but when we are experiencing the same, we tend to ignore it. For instance, you've gone to visit your grandparents and you hear your grandmother let out a terrible cough. You'll quickly shift this to the back of your mind, right? Because of course... How can your own family member have the virus? This is a misconception most of us have. But to be very clear, anyone could have contracted the virus. And yet, one would flinch at the thought of their own loved one having fallen prey to COVID-19. But unfortunately, this is the reality. If you yourself have a cough, a temperature or any of the other symptoms or even if you just aren't feeling yourself, would you lose anything to just go ahead and get tested? On the contrary, if you are to take such a decision, you aren't only getting rid of that nagging voice asking you, what if I'm positive? Thereby protecting yourself from the suffering borne by millions, but you will also be protecting others. And as a responsible individual, you must be conscientious enough to take the lives of the people around you into consideration. If someone in your family has tested positive, make it a must to test yourself about 3-5 to five days after that member has tested, even if you have no symptoms whatsoever. And don't think for a second that the other members can move about out of the house during those three to five days, as there is a very high possibility they are carriers of the virus as well. Look, if you aren't keeping too well, 
Don't think that you can just lock yourself up without informing a medical authority because in about 5 to 7 days you will find your state to be worsening and that is when you will realize the huge mistake you've made in sitting still and you will have no one to blame but yourself let us ask ourselves a question could this have been avoided of course just a week ago a boy of 25 years of age died as soon as he reached the hospital why you may ask this is because despite having symptoms for 10 days he was negligent and ultimately nothing could be done to save him believe me i have immense respect for all of those who test themselves on feeling ill and then follow the proper protocols of self isolation but what annoys the crap out of me is when someone knowing that they are positive decides to defy all of the norms set in place thereby endangering hundreds of others anyone doing this might not value his or her life or might think that they are far too strong to be affected by the virus but that person must realize that there are people out there who are actually taking utmost care who are afraid to step out even to buy mere essentials and because of that one careless person all of their efforts are down the drain none of us are strangers to the fact that we have a shortage of hospital beds that people are dying in the parking lots of hospitals and that others are in dire need of oxygen it's not a happy place to be when your oxygen levels are dropping and you are running from one hospital to another in search of oxygen to stay alive knowing our present situation how can we afford to be so ignorant wear a mask wash your hands social distance stay home stay safe these have become the universal battle cries in the war against covid yet some of us morons still haven't let these phrases actually sink in i've given you all the statistics of our country at the moment and if i may say so they are definitely not looking good the best thing that we can do right now is stay at home i don't even know why but presently at least in the state of goa weddings are being permitted Now here are two questions. Ask yourself these. If I don't go to the wedding, will I make it out alive? Of course you will. If I do go to the wedding, will I make it out alive? Now we don't wear masks at weddings. And how are you so sure that out of those 50 people attending, 10 of them aren't positive? So will you make it alive? I don't know. You are unnecessarily putting yourself at risk and in the end your life and the lives of your family are what matters. So by you not putting yourself at risk, you are saving others as well. Now don't get me wrong. I'm no covid saint who has been locked up since the beginning of lockdown. In the months of Feb and March 2021 I too did visit some restaurants and hung out with a few friends and yes it wasn't the best idea I have to admit but thankfully at that time our cases were on the lower end and I didn't get reinfected wait you must be saying why did she say reinfected 
That's because in September of 2020, my entire family had tested positive for the virus and we all had it pretty rough. But I am grateful that we recovered without need of hospitalization or any other extra treatment. Which is why I speak from experience and I hope you listen. Now, I don't know about the rest of you, but I believe that if you get infected once, you can most definitely get reinfected. And I've heard of such cases as well. Because you may come in contact with another variant altogether to which you do not have such a strong immunity to fight back. Many believe that if you are vaccinated, you will definitely not catch the virus. That's false. Because the vaccine only gives you a good immunity and reduces the severity of the virus's effect on a person. Another thing that I would like to address is that we shouldn't go around blaming our frontline workers for lack of beds, shortage of oxygen or vaccines. Because they are doing everything they physically can while risking their own lives for us. And so, we must only feel a sense of gratitude towards them. I would also like to share that I found a mental health care call centre whose number I've linked in the description. So, if you are ever feeling overwhelmed and would rather speak to someone not known to you about what you are going through, you can always pick up your phone and dial this number. So, I guess that I will end this episode here. This was more of a serious topic, but one whose importance and worth is never lost. And so I request all of you to stay home and stay safe. Keep yourself busy doing the things that you love. Call friends and family and check in on them. And like I said in my first episode, cling on to the positivity inside you so that you can make it through this rough patch along with everyone else. And lastly... Don't forget to be grateful for all the good things you have going on in your life. Goodbye for now. I hope you're back for the next episode. Stay safe.